May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God, our Father, through his Son, his only Son, his Son who has set his face toward Jerusalem. Many of you are doing what I'm doing. Every day I listen and read and watch for the latest news about the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. I'm stunned by what you and I are, are witnessing, even though we watch and weep over bullets and bombs and missiles and mortars and artillery rounds some 6,000 miles away. This is one thing we are hearing. The citizens of Ukraine are not fighting the citizens of Russia. Yes, of course, most of the Russian soldiers have citizenship there, but this war is about a megalomaniac dictator sending his army to ruthlessly attack the citizens of a smaller, more vulnerable nation. With all that is happening, it's interesting to me and maybe to you that a certain scripture is before us on the second Sunday in Lent. We hear in today's epistle this simple but strong phrase from Philippians 3. Our citizenship is in heaven. May the Holy Spirit give us attentive ears and expectant hearts to ponder this word of God today, especially this question, what is your citizenship status? People God dearly loves. There is law and there is gospel in the six verses of today's epistle. The Philippians needed to hear these words in the first century and the crown of Lyphians need to hear them in the 21st century. Listen again to what the Apostle Paul wrote to his and to our fellow believers. Some are walking as enemies of Christ. Their God is their belly. They worship all that gives them pleasure. They call their shame, their glory. Their minds are set on earthly things, not on the things of God, not on the gifts of Christ, not on the treasures of the gospel. But, but shows the contrast. But shows a different focus. But shows a new identity, which is why Paul declares this wonderful truth Our citizenship is in heaven. I'll remind you that in December and into early, in November and in early December, we spent four weeks over there in our Sunday morning Bible study with this letter to the Christians in Philippi. Here are some things we learned. Philippi is the first place in Europe in which missionary Paul preaches. Philippi is where the first convert to the Christian faith in Europe is named and baptized Lydia, the dealer of purple cloth. Philippi is where Paul and Silas were imprisoned and where the jailhouse rocked when God sent an earthquake to spring open their cells. But here is what else we learned, and you can check your Lutheran Study Bible, page 2033, for many of these notes. Philippi was a Roman city, though it was nearly 5,000 miles from Rome. This happened in 42 BC after a critical battle in the empire. Mark Anthony and Octavian defeated Brutus and Cassius Longinus. They were the assassins of Julius Caesar. 
Octavian, who won, became the new emperor. Caesar Augustus was his title. Yes, the same emperor that Luke names in chapter 2 of the Christmas story. Octavian was the one who declared Philippi to be a Roman colony. This high status made them Roman citizens. They could vote. They could have their own senate. They dressed as Romans. They used Roman coinage. They spoke Latin, not Greek, as their official language, as if they were walking the streets of Rome. Citizenship mattered to the people of Philippi. It mattered a great deal, and they boasted of it. That's why Paul says citizenship in the kingdom of God is far more important Now, this isn't the only time we hear language about citizenship in the scriptures. Paul writes, the apostle Paul writes to the early Christians in Ephesians 2. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And Peter writes the same truth to the first believers in his first letter. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Our citizenship is in heaven. We are fellow citizens with the saints. We are a chosen race and a holy nation. We were not a people. Now we are God's holy and forgiven people, taken out of darkness into his marvelous light. Today's Old Testament reading, we heard Jeremiah the prophet accuse, this man deserves the sentence of death. There is a death sentence not far away because Good Friday is a month and two days distant. On that day, on that brutal and bloody day, on that dark as death day, Jesus will finish his course. Our Lord will die, not as a failed revolutionary, not as a political rebel, not as a feudal martyr. Jesus will die in Jerusalem where the prophets die. Jesus will fight He will go to battle, and he will die to open the way to the new kingdom. The title over his head, posted by the Roman executions detail, will declare Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. But this is the greater and better truth. Jesus will die to be king both of Jews and of Gentiles, to rule in grace over all nations in all places. And his resurrection victory will confirm his coronation. He will live again. He does live again and always. To gather, as we read in Revelation 7, a great multitude that no one can number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages. This is my passport. At airports and borders... It tells the people who need to see it that Mark David Bars is a citizen 
of the United States of America. It has been shown and stamped in Germany two times, in Japan, in Brazil, in Israel, and in Canada. And some of you know that silly but serious story. Some of you have carried other passports. You were citizens of other countries. Some of you were refugees. Some of you were immigrants. A number of you went through a far from simple process of applying for citizenship in this country. Finally, there was a ceremony and a solemn vow. Connie and I have witnessed on a number of occasions when we go to Planet Fitness over there at 281 and Evans, flags waving and pictures being taken outside the Citizenship and Immigration Services building next to Planet Fitness. But today is not about being a citizen of the USA or of Ukraine or of Russia. As we heard last Sunday, Christ's journey to the cross begins with his baptism and then takes him into the wilderness. Your journey begins with your baptism into the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we walk in the barren wilderness of life, assured of our identity, because this is the passport you have been issued. This is the passport you need. Here is the passport you and I received when we were washed by simple water and strong word. This is your baptismal passport. Without this citizenship, you and I were nothing. With this new citizenship, you and I have status. We have value. We are loved. We are chosen. We are claimed. We are forgiven. We are promised life now and forever. This passport has an expiration date. It's only good until June of 2031. This passport will never expire. It will never be revoked. It is renewed every time you hear of God's great mercy and love toward you. Every time you fix your eyes on Jesus. This is the passport of those who have the citizenship in the kingdom of heaven, and it is stamped with the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.